Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach 360, on March 16th, 2018. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us today as co-host and co-interviewer is the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce, Mr. Mark Lips, and of course with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Mark, how are you guys doing today? Good morning. Good morning. I can only speak for myself. I'm doing great. How could you you possibly be doing great? How could you be doing great, Mark? Because, because it could have been worse. And for your listeners, what we're talking about is I was driving here on Blanche, and one of those trucks, you know, with the long, low boy in the back, he was backing yeah. the trailer out onto Blanche. And I thought, oh, he sees me. Surely he's going to stop. And I'm driving, and he keeps going. I go, whoa, he is not. He's still backing. And he's like five feet out into Blanche now, and I swerve around. It caught the very back fender back quarter panel and just scraped along. But let me tell you, if I hadn't swerved, if he had been going just a little faster, should I have swerved more? Yeah, I I just, it was, okay. Mark, but, Mark. Holy mackerel, Mark. it could have been kabang. So, Mark, you should yeah. never, ever, ever assume they see you or assume they're going to stop. Yeah. Ever, they, ever, they, ever, never, never. Right, right, right. But, I mean, I thought he was. I, in fact, I thought he had stopped, and then he just, oh, so, oh, my gosh, he's still going. He's going to keep going, you know. And uh, he said he looked. So I think he did stop. Yeah. He looked. I thought he was stopping, and then he started. He said he didn't see me. And so, I, whoa, you know. Anyway. Okay. Well, it was the quickest. Okay. Grab his, take a picture of his license, take a picture of the truck, take a picture of the, 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 the dent, take a picture, you know, everything. So uh, uh, the registration, all of that. And then I said, got to go. See ya. Sorry about that, bud. And um, yeah, moving on. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're yeah. okay. And, and, yeah. and it, yeah, your car is a little the worse for wear, but that's okay, right? Hey, it's paid off. It's an old, that's you know, okay. the kid's going to get it soon. And so, you know, what the heck? I may just pocket yeah. the money. Give him the dent. What the heck, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right. What a great great, uh, weekend coming up. Yes, well, well, is everybody ready for storm number three? Now, okay, I have, Uh all right. Here's the thing about the L.A. weather forecasters. Yesterday, I'm on the treadmill, it's like, I don't know what early early morning, right? And I'm listening to the weather forecast, and they're saying, "Okay, the storm's going to hit. It's cloudy skies and stuff like that." I go, "Wait, what? What are you talking? It already hit. There are no cloudy skies. It's blue now. It already hit. You guys need to catch up." You know, and it, it's it was it was. I'm going, "Holy cow!" So now I'm wondering, okay, when when are they saying the storm is going to be here? Well, this 
third one uh, in this series that we've had all week right. is supposed to hit this afternoon into the evening. And at, mm-hmm. at last weekend, they were saying that this is going to be the big, powerful one. But I was watching Vera on Channel 5 uh, two nights yeah. ago, and she said, Vera yeah, it doesn't look like it's... Yeah, it, they said it's not. It doesn't look like it's going to be as powerful as they were hoping, but it's supposed to roll right. in this afternoon. Hopefully, I have my rain boots and my raincoat out, ready to go. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, I know that with this last storm, they told the, the folks in Santa Barbara to evacuate again. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So, um, <clears throat> if Vera, if Vera is saying that, I, I then I, I believe it. Okay, she's the only one. So. <laughs> yeah. She's the only uh, one. For those yes. of you who don't know, even though she's not a chamber member, she owns the fish shop. Is it fish? Yeah, fish shop? in Hermosa. Yeah. In Hermosa yeah. Beach, yeah. which is fantastic. And yeah. she's very right. community involved. I love it that she gets out there and does stuff, and, and it's great. Um, speaking of, did any of you get to the Mixagogo event? Uh, this past Wednesday night? No, I had a. No, how was I had a, another commitment. Was it crazy? I didn't. I, no, I didn't get to go either. I had a commitment, so so I was yeah. just wondering if anybody went because I saw some pictures yesterday on social media, and it looked it looked like a ton of fun. I went last year, right. and it was a ton of fun. So um, yeah. that, that's where did a, they do they, it this a, year? I did, I went last year. They, uh, they do it at the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center. Right. Okay. So same. It's as a great last year. great Got venue. It. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. venue and. You know, anybody who's everybody was there except us, of course. Right. Uh, right. So uh, yeah, I was just, I was just wondering, anybody, if anybody. No, I should have uh, gone. No. I should have gone. I would have loved to, but you know, busy. Exactly. We have all so many things going on. It seems like you know that's it's interesting. Um, there are so many people that are looking for things, you know, um, that have events going on and. Looking for silent auction items, looking for uh, donations, looking for help and all that. I mean, holy cow! Um, and uh, um, and I'm trying to help. We're trying to help them here at the chamber. They come like yesterday. I spent um, a, a bit of time with the Ridgestone folks about the Ridgestone Walk coming up April 28th, and and um, and talking to them and strategizing with what they maybe should consider and stuff like that. And we had a great conversation. But you know, they're just one of a a, a many out there who are have got events coming up out, leadership Manhattan and that's just Manhattan Beach not let alone all these all the other beach cities so yeah it, it's yes there is a lot there is a lot you know it's so funny Joe and I have talked we've been talking for years about doing like a, a fifth anniversary party or something you know for for my website <laughs> show and but you know something as you said there's so much going on and I, I think people get a little fatigued, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, so so we 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 step back. We said we step back and said no, we don't need to do that right now. So maybe ten years, maybe the ten year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mark, what do you, do you what do you any... give me. What do you give for the ten year anniversary, Joe? What do you off give, Jackie? Top, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know. There's a list. We can look it yeah. up. So, Joe, well, you need to that. look that up, find out what you're supposed to give, Jackie, uh, after 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I wanted to ask you, Mark, do you have any, any anything you want to bring up before we get to our top today's well, show? We have, top um, show? We have uh, Marie's – well, we'll talk about that. Uh, but our big event coming yeah. up is uh, the Economic Forum. And we just added Kathleen Terry to speak about networking and how to network properly. So we've added that little component to it, so uh, um, I'm excited about that. It's going to be a really great, uh, informational yet engaging, fun um, three hours at the Jocelyn Center, and includes maybe, uh, not maybe, and includes a lunch, and hopefully our guest uh, will be compliments of our guests. So we'll see. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Um, is is West Drift open yet? Yes, it's been open. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's been open all the time through the construction, just some of the rooms, some of the areas closed off. You have to go, you know, you wake up to jackhammering and things like that. But the West Drift now is absolutely, they uh, they had a wedding there the other day, and they um, um, absolutely, they're open. Uh, are they completely finished? No. But um, their soft opening was supposed to be February 28th. It's now been moved to, I think, to sometime in April. They don't have a date yet, but 
It's going to be sometime in April. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our fact, man next of week, turns out. <clears throat> next week we're going to have uh, our board meeting over at the West Drift and get a little in. And all our, I've taken a tour a couple of times, but uh, have uh, uh, they're going to give our board members a tour of the facility. The reason I ask is because you've always held the economic forum at what was the Manhattan mm-hmm. Beach Marriott. Now it's West Drift, and I was just curious if the construction yep. was one of the reasons you moved it. So, yeah. Well, we just didn't know what was going to be there. Going and, on. And, and we're not going as, as big as we did with the Business Leaders Summit, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. uh, we've scaled it back, but hopefully just as we're going to jam-pack, you know, 10 pounds of information into a five-pound bag. It's just a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. I'm excited about it, but I'm worried that, holy cow, can I get everybody out by, you know, one-ish. So. You'll have to. But that's the plan. Yep, I'll have to because it's at the Johnson, and those seniors will need that for uh, yoga or something. Yeah. That's a very that's a very busy place at Jocelyn Center. Oh, my very, gosh. Very, very, very busy place, yeah. Oh, you go in there, and they're, they even put on plays. They're in there rehearsing, these seniors. I mean, that is the most active. Those guys, wow. I didn't know. I, they probably feel like they're busier now than when they were working. Well, no, you know, they. I, what you probably walked in on was, is the South Bay Story Show. Uh, they, they, they. I think that's where they do the, I think it, like a oh, third okay. Thursday every month, there's a, it's a storytelling uh, group. Oh, and maybe that's it because they literally were rehearsing. Yeah, they once a year they put on a show, uh, wow. and, yep. and, and like a real like a real show at a real venue. Yeah, so that's probably what you mm-hmm. walked in on. I just got the I just got the information for that event. But anyway, Joe, Joe, Joe. Yeah. Today, one of our favorite, if not the our favoriteest topics. Food. Yeah. You know. Oh. Food. Food. <laughs> food. food. There, Glorious food. There is nothing better. <laughs> and. It's or food worse. Or, or with French how you names it. in it. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's it, food it, with French names in it, which I love. <laughs> yeah, and but it's so funny. And, and Mark, I don't know if you've done a show with us yet where we've just talked about food, and then by the time the show is over, we're all starving. We're, you know, everybody needs to run out and get <laughs> something to eat. And, and I just have a feeling this is going to be one of those shows. So. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. so. I think so. So, Jackie, who are our guests today? Our guests this morning are Marie and Jamie Ravel, and if I'm not pronouncing that right, we will get it right as soon as they come on, founders of Black Flower Crepes. Now, Marie and Jamie moved to Los Angeles from Paris two years ago, seeking to continue their adventure in the restaurant business and what they felt was the most exciting culinary environment in the world. They spent months looking for the perfect spot to open Black Flower as a brick-and-mortar restaurant, traversing L.A. with their real estate agent, visiting available shops and neighborhoods from Venice Beach to Culver City, from Silver Lake to downtown L.A. Now, they started to throw around the idea of building their business out of a food truck that could change locations and establish the Black Flower name throughout the sprawling jumble that makes up Los Angeles. While Marie discovered a new city, Jamie rediscovered an ever-changing landscape so diverse, vital, and dynamic that they came to the conclusion that choosing a single location would be inconceivable. Prior to Black Flower, Marie and Jamie opened, uh, they founded Pink Flamingo Pizza, a gourmet pizza concept with six locations throughout Europe. After the success of Pink Flamingo, Jamie and Marie decided to introduce Parisians to real American-style barbecue at Floyd's Bar and Grill was born. Now, before becoming a leader of the French foodie revolution in the mid-2000s, Marie was a successful actress, both on the screen and in the great Parisian theaters. Jamie always knew that he wanted to cook, from the high-end Lock Ober in Boston to Jerry's and Cafe Luxembourg in Manhattan, in addition to a few Mexican joints in California. Black Flower's goal is simple, deliver a product on par with the best crepes Brittany has to offer while taking advantage of the bounty of Southern California's farm-fresh produce and diversity. The menu plays homage to their favorite neighborhoods and inhabitants that make them unique, and this morning we're going to learn all about it. Marie, Jamie, welcome to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Good morning. Bonjour, bonjour. Good morning. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> we bonjour. like to call Marie bonjour, just bonjour. because we want to listen to her talk. 
<laughs> and and say the word crepe. Can you say the word crepe, Marie? Yes. So you say the crepe. Crepe. The crepe. Some crepes. The crepe. And so al- also because the savory crepes in Brittany made with buckwheat flour, we call them actually galette. I knew that. Yes. I knew that. You knew? Yes. I knew I that. Was one yeah, I, I, can't I, I can't say it, but I knew it. And how do you pronounce well, your last name, start. Marie? How do you pronounce your last name? So, you know, Marie Ravel, it's like the musician who did Le Bolero, the Ravel, uh, that I'm mm-hmm. not going to sing because I'm a terrible singer. And what's funny is that actually I'm married with my American husband. His name is Jamie Young, <laughs> but... I love to use my name Ravel, so you just say Marie and Jenny Ravel, who makes me laugh a lot of. Why? <laughs> makes her like laugh a lot. <laughs> I, I like it. I like That's it. That's the secret to a Mr. good marriage is uh, uh, keep so them laughing. What? So that brings us to I've been doing it wrong. Mr. Ravel. Mr. Ravel. Who? Who? <laughs> no. Who is that? No. No. He's Jamie. Jamie that Young. used to be our running joke in 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 France. Uh, whenever Mary would make a reservation at a restaurant, she would do it under Ravel, and I would walk up to yeah. the hostess desk and they would say, "Hi, Mr. Ravel," and uh, and I would say, oh, "Okay, it's Young." And, but she said, <laughs> "The the the French uh, can't." And you, and you notice when Marie said my name, they can't pronounce the word Young without making it sound some like it's got too many syllables. <laughs> so Ravel yeah. is easier. So well, we uh, hey, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a uh, common French name, so it's good. What? I yeah. tell you what, Jamie, it's, it's better it's better than Mr. South Bay by Jackie, which unfortunately my husband <laughs> gets all the time. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, 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 Ravel it is, Ravel it is. <laughs> yes. So uh, let's start with you, Jamie. Uh, when we talk about the the American food truck revolution. Is is there right. anything comparable in Europe? Do they have any concept? Because I mean, the car culture is an American uh, invention. The car culture is an American invention. But is there anything sure. like the food truck culture in Europe? There is. It, it's funny. I, I I was I designed a menu in uh, in Paris with a friend of mine uh, to do a uh, the first uh, Parisian taco restaurant. And one of the cooks was a girl from California, from uh, from Northern California, and um, she she worked there for about a year, and ended up doing the first food truck in Paris. And this was about, wow. I think it was about five, four or five years ago, which is called the the Camion qui fume. It's uh, it was burgers. Uh, for, there was a whole revolution about about four or five years ago in 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 Paris, especially where where Paris decided that it was going to become Brooklyn, and <laughs> anything American, yeah. anything hipster, anything to do with third wave coffee, with uh, with gourmet burgers, all that kind of stuff just took off. And she she did the first truck, and it was a huge 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 success, and ended up getting bought by a by a group and et cetera. So it's starting. It's very. I mean. It's complicated here to do a truck as far as the permits and health department and all that. It's 10 times more complicated in Paris because they have no, because the French, they have, they've had the rules, the laws and all that have been in in place since uh, the days of the Kings and they just still follow the same rules. Mm -hmm. And if you go through the book for, for food truck rules, there's none. So they had to make them up uh, on the fly. Mm -hmm. And that's not, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a process to get it all done and they're still figuring it out. But yeah, it's starting. Anything that's happening here uh, is is happening pretty quick over there. If it, if it works, it's happening pretty quick over there in Europe, and vice mm-hmm. versa, probably. Mm-hmm. Whatever's mm-hmm. happening very sure. quick and and over there is is being brought over here. I mean, that's been happening for years. Yeah, well, years. that's been happening forever. Yeah, it just yeah. happens a lot I mean, quicker now. There's a there's a much more fluid exchange of ideas and 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 that mm-hmm. kind of stuff now with the we, internet. We actually they, we actually make movies when we outperform the French. <laughs> you know well, they, the wines. Remember the movie uh, about the wine? How the California wines yes, came into play. Yes, sideways. Side, I'm not. Oh, that, I'm not yeah, that was. Sideways might be a French yeah. person out uh, there listening, uh, yeah. and I don't want to have to. 
Uh, yeah. Well, I just You're... have to say, I, I know that I, 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 I always heard that Brooklyn was the new Manhattan, but apparently now it's the new Paris. That's good to know. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming, it's, coming it's, from a New Yorker. Uh, yeah. Right. It's, it's going quick. Well, you know yeah. what? I have always thought when I have traveled overseas, I've always thought, wow, if someone put a barbecue place here, an American barbecue place here, that would be a home run, I bet you. Because just like we want to go to a French bistro, we want to go to a Mexican restaurant, or we want to go to a Greek or whatever, you would think over there they might want to go to a barbecue place or, a, a, you know, sure. something like that. Yeah. So they, they, yeah. When you give, and again, it's, it's the whole new foodie environment where, where everything has to be, uh, and, and rightfully so authentic and, and, mm-hmm. and done right. There's, there's been barbecue places in Paris for, for years, but they were, they weren't, um, yeah, the, up to snap. Now, yeah. if you open a barbecue place in Paris today, it, it better be as good as the barbecue you can get in, in America. Right, at least in Brooklyn, <laughs> I would definitely hire people there who who were barbecue. I I mean, I would go to the south and get people who spoke southern, you know, really yeah yeah trick it out from Mem- the Memphis, back of the house Memphis all the way barbecue. to the front. Yeah, right. Memphis barbecue or even Chicago barbecue. Right, oh, Chicago, Chicago no, ribs. Yeah. Oh, here sure. we go. It's starting already. My stomach hey, is yeah. so, I'm so Jamie and Marie. Okay, <laughs> and I've been meaning to ask Marie this. Uh, um, what is black flour? You mean uh, why we call it black flour? Yeah, yeah, it? right. So I mean, is that a flour? Is that a? Yes, it's a, so. It's a buckwheat flour, which is actually, you know, naturally gluten-free since always, you know, uh-huh. uh, before eating gluten-free was uh, even an option. Right. The galette, so the crepes made with buckwheat flour. Uh, in uh, Brittany, um, we used to call it uh, like um, the black wheat because the color is more like the um, color dark beige, you know, brown. Uh, right, right. Very dark. Mm. So we mm. used to call it the, the crepes with uh, the black uh, wheat. So Let's if someone... The it, and I should probably tell my wife because my wife's a chef and... Um, if, if she would know what I, I could say to her black flour, and she would know what. So a culinary um, foodie, a foodie is going to know what black flour is. I, yeah, they, they they know that the buckwheat is a is a dark. It's actually not a wheat. It's actually a flour. Uh, that, that's the other word play that that goes into it. It's not actually a, a grain. It's a flour that's uh, then then mm-hmm. turned into a a, right. a, a, a flour, whatever. We're doing. Yeah, we use yeah. the the buckwheat also in 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 the food for the the um, soba noodle, you know. Soba noodles. Soba noodles. Right, right. Not mm-hmm. us, but that's also mm-hmm. buckwheat to give you an idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we all grew up eating buckwheat we, pancakes, and you know. <laughs> yeah. We uh, I'm a, a urban farmer, and we sell um, microgreens, but we sell amaranth, red garnet amaranth. Uh, microgreens, but of course, a lot of our our Mexican South American uh, uh, customers will remind me that uh, amaranth is used as a as a food in South America and uh, in uh, southern Mexico. They grow it to maturity, and then they take the seeds and grind the seeds of the amaranth uh, plant into flour. And use it mm-hmm. to make breads and pastas and tortillas and whatever. But of course, it's not sure. a grain. It's uh, it's a it's more of a, a brassica that they grind the seeds right. into flour. And they're red, you, uh, orange, green, very uh, co- very colorful kinds of flour. Yeah. Yes. You, do you do sprouted grains at your uh, urban no, farm? No, we 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 specialize in microgreens, so we cut the you know the stem the leaves and up um okay we, we you know there's others that do sprouted grains and sprouted uh seeds, but we do the the actual just the cut uh the green okay you know whatever the the sprout it looks like <laughs> and it's, gotcha. it's this is the thing I think a lot of people are looking for these categories of these new uh foods. But tell us though, tell us more about the menu. 
Um, tell us about the, the the whole menu. So you've got the the black flower crepes. What else? What goes in the crepes? So first of all, we have two two batter. We have a black flour, the buckwheat flour for all the savory crepes. Yeah. And we use a different. Yeah. We use a regular flour for the sweet crepes because that's what we do in the usually in the real creperie in France. And every time um, yeah. we went to try some crepe place, we had a hard time finding the difference. You know, like I want to have my savory crepe with a buckwheat, and I want to have my sweet crepe with a the unbleached flour because that's the way it's mm. supposed to happen. You know, so we have. When you come to black flour, you're gonna have taste the two type of flour if you take uh, entry and right. dessert. Dessert. And the, and the the we're doing kind of the for the ingredients that go into the savory crepes. It's uh it's kind of a a little mix of uh, classic French, where the the classic French galette is with uh, Gruyere cheese, mm-hmm. ham, which is the jambon de Paris, which is their their classic ham there, and then an egg. Which is just served uh, at any time of the day. Uh, you can have it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, a little bit of salad, and and that's just uh, the classic, really classic uh, as you can get. I'm also doing um, kind of takes on uh, American breakfast, where the there's one with uh, scrambled eggs, uh, sautéed peppers, and onions, and a little diced ham. To, with the cheddar cheese, with a little homage to the Denver omelet. Uh, um, one with uh, there's one with uh, melted brie and and uh, roasted grapes with pine nuts. Okay, there I'm done. Oh my God, oh, I'm done. I'm, that, is, that just sounds unbelievable. Oh boy. Okay, I'm so sitting here fascinating. Brie. Yeah. Well, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm sending, I'm sending Michelle out to La Pond right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, no, guys. I don't, Joe. I don't know if you had a chance to look at the website, um, but but uh, J, uh, uh, Jamie, tell us about because um, I, I referred to it in the intro about uh, what influenced you in the different neighborhoods and the people. But the menu, I love the names you gave to your crepes. Tell <laughs> us a little bit about that. So yeah, we did when when that, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I lived in in LA in the in the in the eighties and uh, hadn't been back for a long time. When we came when we moved back, I was uh, we spent like six months uh, taking a, a sabbatical uh, and and just uh, introducing our kids and Marie to to the to the region, and spent a lot of time just zooming around, going to to Venice and Los Feliz and Malibu and et cetera, visiting all the the, the neighborhoods. And we we got a few favorites, and when we started looking for our brick and mortar uh, location, we we started going to these places, and they were kind of the, you know, places that we could get a grasp on as far as uh, kind of comparing to Paris and 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 our experience. So, our the names of our crepes are kind of because of the food truck idea was the idea that we could go anywhere. We kind of picked our favorite neighborhoods and and named the crepes after people that are kind of the um, the symbols of those neighborhoods. So, yes. <laughs> an example is the um, the the elaborately tattooed yoga girl from Atwater Village. Uh, <laughs> the name I know. Her. <laughs> you know That's everybody knows her. Yeah, you know her. The, Mark knows. The her. idea is that when when you come up to order a crepe, you you find yourself on the on the menu because every uh, <laughs> right. there's the. We have a, a a friend of ours who's uh, who thinks the crepe the, the the beach the hiking actress from Beechwood Canyon. She's pretty <laughs> sure it's named after her, even though it's not. Hog in a sheet. Hog in a sheet. Hog in a sheet is the only one not named after a, an actual person. <laughs> right. That's Take the um, wonderful. That's the yeah. It's a it's a little homage to the pigs in the blanket with the. Uh, the crepe being a sheet, and the and the and hog being yeah. the bratwurst. That's the one yeah. I, I can really pronounce because uh, you know I've got a hard time making the difference. She says that one should be. Her, you'll have to bleep you know. her out at the when she says sheet. So Jamie, it sounds. Are you a chef? 
Yes. Did yes. I already know that? Did, I may have already known that. Man, I found out so much stuff. You've got to send me this stuff so we can put it on my newsletter because it's exciting to have the background of our members. on. Our, you know, like I know some people, uh, there's a lady who is an executive at Connecta, and she is a trained singer, opera singer. She's got, or not opera, but singer, and she has uh, um, songs on Spotify. I want to know that stuff. And the fact that Marie is an act, was an actor in um, um, France, I mean, that's exciting. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's kind of been... engaging. Uh, do you have a, a, a crep that's called the Marie? No, but she, she <laughs> there's one, there's surely one on the, on the list that she thinks is her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's so, a hiking actress. I don't know. No, oh, you mean the skinny Tukanga. French? What? No, the skinny French Where? guy from Los Feliz is not. That's not her. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, listen, I want to I get back to um, your, your original concept of a brick-and-mortar location. And, and, and uh, is, did that driving around the various neighborhoods and from your menu you can tell how different how unique each of these neighborhoods are you know you got your 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 uh, malibu groms and as you said your tattoo yoga yoga instructor from atwater and, and the neighborhoods are so different it so was it, it was it during that time that you thought wait a minute because i you know reading that i just think it's a great marketing idea start with the food truck yeah. and get brand recognition Right. And I mean, you could you could say, "Hey, this is so great!" You could start a fleet of you know trucks, or you could go back to your original idea with with the brick and mortar location. Can you tell us more about that? Well, exactly. That's the 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 well. There's two things that came into play with that. The the, the first one, without going into detail, is that it's uh, it's um, um, name recognition is, is something that we we thought. We thought our, our our experience in Paris would help us a little bit in LA uh, because we were we were we had a we had some success in Paris, and we found out pretty quick that it, it didn't mean a whole lot to uh, to uh, landlords and, and and whatnot. So uh, the 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 food truck idea came pretty quick, and we kind of hesitated because it's uh, frankly a. a um, it's it's a business we don't know. We we we're learning uh, now as we go how to how to how to run a food truck because it's not uh, it's not at all the same as a as a restaurant. There's all kinds of uh, logistics and and marketing and, and and stuff like that that we just we are learning as we go. There's no other way. There's no other way to do it. There's not a there's not a real guidebook on on how to run a food truck. So we hesitated mm. and and finally just. It was kind of at the the you know we saw we we kind of modeling the the our 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 idea after the after the obviously the successful food trucks that have that have already come before us uh, with Koji Barbecue and and Egg Slot and and these kind of uh, trucks where they did exactly what you you would just uh, talk about which is kind of establishing the name with uh, with the truck and uh, and then moving to a, a little fleet and then moving to brick and mortar. So that's, mm -hmm. that's absolutely the but plan. Jamie, and, uh, Jamie, isn't, isn't the, um, hasn't the, the food, has the food truck industry become tougher and tougher with regulations, permits and, and, uh, all of that, uh, um, you know, yes. Uh, yes. I just, it, it just <laughs> seems like, uh, I've, I've, cause you know, my wife, we have a catering kitchen and, you know, I always, every now and then, and then I go sit in the dark corner until the thought goes away. But, you know, talk about a restaurant or a, um, but we thought, I've thought about food trucks. She never thinks about food trucks. She just likes her catering kitchen and doing that. And, um, yeah. which you guys are the hardest working people I know. Anybody in the food industry, hardest <clears throat> by far of anybody I know. Uh, it's unbelievable. Absolute my parts. wife. I call myself a caterer's widow because basically I just don't see her in, <laughs> hardly at all, you know. Right. And I'm trying, like I tell people, I'm trying to get people to have their parties on a Wednesday because the weekends, you know, come on, give me one night, you know. So, yeah. but uh, but is it? Are they making it more difficult now? I think so. I mean, we weren't here five years yeah. ago, six years ago when it started, but I, I have a feeling. Yeah, it's 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 inevitable. I think there was the wild wild west. Right. And uh, they, they've tightened the screws uh, 
because I mean, there, there's good side and the bad side to that because the, the, the fact is, uh, um, if we, we, there's some still locations in Santa Monica, et cetera, where you can go and get there early park and, and you have a crowd that comes in like in the old mm-hmm. days where, I mean, right. the old days, mm-hmm. like Abba Kinney, Abba Kinney used to be that and, way. Yeah. yeah. And, and, they, and, and if, if they know. allowed the, I, I think there's a thousand trucks or something like that. If they allowed everybody to just run around and park wherever they wanted, it would be, it would be, just be crazy. That be Well, like, Manhattan Beach, jam. we, we set up rules for that because we, you know, there would be a pizza food or, or well, the classic story was the ice cream food truck that would pull down in front of the creamery, you know? Yeah. Right. And, yeah, yeah. And it would take up two parking spots, and then it would uh, uh, they would just pay the parking tickets as a as a uh, cost of doing business. And right. so, city council got involved, and so now you know you can, you, downtown is off limits. But you know, uh, we 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 bring them into ball games and fields and and uh, events and and all of that. So sure, yeah, yeah. And there's the, uh, the Thursday food truck roundup. At Redondo yeah. Performing Arts Center, right? Tuesdays yeah, they, and Thursdays. They, yeah. they do that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And you got to remember, also, once the once the powers that be realize there's a revenue stream to be had from these things, mm. they're all over it, you know. So, you know. So how does uh, that you know, permit regulation sorry. permit? You, you want to do right, business right. here? You got to get a license. Yeah, you, gotta, yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. So. But how does that? Um, so how does that work with all like the 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 roundup over at uh, Redondo Beach Performing Arts that uh, big parking lot out there? Do you guys mm-hmm. uh, is it just open for all food trucks or do you have to get your name in? No, no, you no, 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 no. It's it's through it's through Enriched Farms. It's on my website. Yeah, and you can go to the yep. website and they'll tell you every what, yes. what days trucks are going to be there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta sign but up. Do you, so have you, to, you, but, you have but, some uh, some a lot of different people that runs all those lots in uh, yeah. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. South Bay, uh-huh. and every time you have mm-hmm. to submit mm-hmm. yourself, and they ask you, of course, your health permit, and your, they ask a picture of a truck, which is great for us, because our right. truck looks very cool, and yep, they ask for your, your menu, <laughs> yeah. they want to see the price, and they ask also for, um, believe it or not, they ask for your social media. They want to go, go check if you yes. have a little fame mm-hmm. already, Okay. On Instagram, Twitter, mm. now, Facebook. Now, and you know, so, we have all kinds yeah. of events for you, you guys. So please keep your summer yeah. wide open. The uh, um, I know that's going to be hard to do. But um, <laughs> do these, like at, at the Performing Arts Center, and I'm just using that example, do the do they take a commission a, a commission off a, uh, off of what you make, off sales, or do they charge you a fee? How does that work? Yeah, so it depends. There's some fee for some lots that can be, you know, less or more or less. For example, we're going to go with lunch in downtown at the Pershing Square, and we're only paying $15. But if you go mm-hmm. to the LACMA, which we, we're going to go next week, it's $85 in front of yep. the LACMA. So $5? No, $85. Okay. Yeah, I had heard... Yeah. I think I heard a few years ago where the food truck pulls up and and the 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 um they have to make before they will give any money to the the venue they have to make $1500 or something like that um you know in other what? words they have to make their yeah. amount before uh and that's the way they operate I think that was the raging so, cajun yeah it depends of uh, the location the lots and also if it's an event like let's say a festival like Coachella, you know. You're gonna oh yeah, have are you guys going to yeah. Coachella? Coachella. Oh, we would love, but now it's too late because we just oh. had, had yeah, a truck no, recently crazy. next year. Well, I'm going to take my escape places. pod. Yeah. I'm taking my van to Coachella. You can just come with me. And we'll make stuff out of the van. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going. We just looked into this. Um, uh, there's a triathlon happening in Northern California called Wild yeah. County Triathlon. Yeah. And that looks like they, they it's called the Woods the tri, the Woodstock of Triathlons. And we just submitted for that because it's a three day event and uh and with thousands of people all wanting to eat wow. healthy food. So now how old how old then, are your yeah, kids? Our kids are seven, twelve and fifteen. Oh, so will they go with you? The, if if there's no school, of course. 
It's in oh, May. Oh, so. Pull them out of school. That's so much more <laughs> fun and no, educational you know, than school. Mark, I'm a big believer, especially the seven-year-old. You know what? I, I have no problem with seven-year-olds going off with their parents to somewhere. They're, the education there is going to be much better than what they're getting. It's public You're right. so right. <laughs> So, no, but as a matter of fact, we have a big organization for the beginning of a food truck, and there's Jimmy's, go- Jimmy's mother coming for a month at her home, then my mother coming from oh, for two months, wow. and Jimmy's aunt, com- aunt coming for 10 days. So it's really like uh, we have a pretty good organization yeah. of people showing up and helping us for now. <laughs> plus, and I, but plus I, do you look I, at those three-day trips like to, to uh, Wildflower? Do you look at those three-day trips as a time for you and Jamie to get away too, just to sort of, even though you're yes. working, but you're, you get yeah. away too? Yeah. And have to and like so discover. Beautiful. That's the cool thing about the food truck is that we get to, I mean, every day is somewhere new. And uh, right. what, we'd never go to, to Central California to a triathlon, but with this we, we can right. and kind of see a new new group of people and you different guys. environments. Are really so fun. enjoying life. I mean, that is such a great that you have <laughs> you have made life fit your your passion and your uh, uh, world versus letting uh, the world dictate our life. You know, um, exactly <laughs> like the chamber's I, I, doing I, to me. The chamber's so, doing that to me. So I'd like to ask, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, Jamie, you know, uh, so many people. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask sorry, about the profitability of joke. the business. Wait, versus... wait, 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 wait. I want to ask about okay. I got to ask something. You know I'm a linear thinker. Uh, you know, I, 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 yeah. I, my mind automatically went to logistics. So, Jamie, wh- what are the logistics of going up north with your truck? Do you drive the truck and Marie has the kids in the car? Uh, how how does that work? Yeah, well, the good kids question. are back with we, mom, uh, with we'll, grandma. We'll cross that, to, yeah. Exactly. They leave the kids with grandma and uh, and get in the truck and go. There's two seats in the truck, and uh, yeah. we will be giving it if we if we're selected. We will definitely be giving it a tune up before we leave, because that's a recurring yeah. nightmare I have. Uh, oh, the truck yeah. instead of a restaurant yeah. is that we'll be on our way to a high paying gig and and break down on the side of the road. Well, that's what mm. my uh, van with mm. my van. I worry about that. I just bought this old vintage uh, VW van because that you know. Midlife crisis for me, that's what I get. I don't buy the Porsche or anything like that. I want this getaway. I call it my escape pod. I take the dog, so, you know, we go. And I just started this. So, But I have that fear. To, that's my fear. So I have uh, a battery charger in there that I can jumpstart my battery, not have to have a car come up to me. You know, it's a, a charger. I have a triple yeah. charger. I have, uh, um, you know, uh, I want to get a generator. Um, you know, all those things to where no matter what happens, I've got something you're, to fix it. <laughs> you you're know? prepared. I'm yeah. prepared, baby. Well, the so, good thing about the truck is that if so, we do break down, we, we, we don't have uh, any problems with food and water. We can. Well, that's least, what I was uh, thinking. I want to find out where you live because if the big one hits, I've always thought that, uh, you know, people will probably start heading over to our place. They'll get a lot of brie and crackers and stuff because Tammy just has all that, you know, but, uh, uh, and cheese, you know, and, and sparkling water, but, <laughs> you know, but I would have been look for Jamie and Marie and find that crepe truck, you know, but head over there. So, so but, now Jamie, uh, tell I, us it's, a it's, little bit about the business of, of running a food truck versus, the business of running a brick-and-mortar restaurant. A lot of people are very curious. I'm certainly very curious about how you can compare the sort of the cash flow and, and you know, there's the all the regulations and the, the, the site-built brick-and-mortar is very expensive in terms of rental or if certainly if you're buying the building, that's one thing, but renting is, is can be worse. We've had so many yeah. wonderful... Uh, restaurants here in the South Bay that were there for 20 years and then their uh, building owners jacked up the rent like two and three times right? Mm-hmm. essentially forced them out on purpose. So tell well, us that, about yeah, that. We, we, again, we, we, we spent, we, we spent uh, all this time looking at brick and mortars and, and one of, the, one of the, the negatives of doing a brick and mortar in LA is that the rents are, are out of control yeah. or yeah. 
Uh, the and South Bay, we, we, we kind of, you know, cro- crossed off South Bay uh, right away because it's just uh, it's yeah. prohibitive. You can't. Uh, and uh, mostly. It's really hard to make money uh, with that kind of rent. Go ahead, my love. What, yeah, what I want to say is that when you're about to take a place, a brick and mortar, and you, you start to work on the lease, and you have like, uh, I don't know, like 80 pages of lease coming, and you start to, before even signing, you start to spend maybe $6,000 with a lawyer just to read it and know what we're going to change. That's already so crazy. You, you didn't even start or even sign or even be agreed that you have to spend so much money just to understand what's going on in the lease. That's yeah. very so, easy yeah. and so, so, so that's one of the big advantages of, of the truck is that you don't have to – I mean, our rent – we have a we have a rent which is our our commissary which is where all food trucks are are parked in in lots. Uh, we're in Hawthorne in a big lot with about a hundred other food trucks. Wow! That has water and power and and all the grease traps and everything you need. Um, so that's our rent. It's mm-hmm. about a thousand bucks. After that, so, there's permits, mm-hmm. there's business licenses, all that kind right. of stuff. Um, and and then then your your the the money it it. it you know, we're we're building towards a, a you know a goal, which is to be able to. Um, uh, our goal isn't to 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 go out every day on the street and hope people come. Our goal is to kind of establish our name and and be able to the the money in a food truck today, is is doing private events and 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 being booked to, to do a, a a set amount of people uh, with a set menu. Uh, at somebody's house, mm-hmm. at a at a hall, somewhere where there's a the, right. that's already established. So that's kind of the the business mm-hmm. model. Where you can start mm-hmm. to make some money is is when you can start to. Well, to you want to get you want to get to where people are calling you, and you have to pick and choose where you want to go. Exactly, like geez, right. Malibu again. Or, I don't yeah. Right. So I'll, I'll two, <laughs> for the private party, we have two big. Um, we have the people of Manhattan Beach, of course, because we know a lot of people, or people of South Bay, because the three kids, or our friends, or, you know, the school. And we also have the French the French uh, family of Los Angeles, which is, because um, Mark, I'm going to tell you something, I joined, we joined the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce, and we also joined the French Chamber of Commerce of Los Angeles. <laughs> Oh really? So I, about, mm-hmm. I did. Yes. I didn't know there was a French Chamber of Commerce. Wow. Yes. Wow. And a Which French means there must be an Italian it. Chamber of Commerce and a German Chamber of Commerce. And, huh. Well, actually, there's the Italian. There's the Italian Cultural Institute, which kind of. I think it kind of does the same thing. You know, the, the Italian Society. You know, there's the building downtown, um, and 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 I'm a part of that group. You know, it's it's like every Italian in in. Southern California knows each other because, you know, of that institution. So, but it's right. not a chamber of commerce. I didn't know about that. That's well, they call, I think they call it the chamber of commerce. So I don't know if it really. Uh, yeah, and uh, well, it probably it is functions, for for it functions as one. Yeah, and it and, and yeah. it's probably a wonderful resource for people coming from France, trying to establish a foothold with a business here in the U.S. Yeah. right, or in Los Angeles. Absolutely. So that's really yeah, yeah. cool. They do that. That, another word for it is the mafia, but I don't know if you guys ever want to use, <laughs> use that. But. A, 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 actually, I, I actually no, actually, you know something? There is a, a couple. This is really funny. Talk about connections. I met uh, Bianca through the Italian group I belong to. Turns out she's married to a guy that went to high school with my husband. Um, uh-huh. and, and, and her husband is the preeminent plastic surgeon. In, in, in at least in, in oh. Southern California. In well, the aren't you lucky? Well, no, but <laughs> they, they, they advertise with me. But listen, she owns a business called Bridges to Italy. And what she does is she helps companies that want to come from Italy to America. You know, she shows them the ropes. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. yeah. And the, the French Chamber of Commerce just, um, introduce us to the, the director of the French movie festival that happens every year in April in Sunset Boulevard. And so now the, the French movie festival just gave us a spot in the parking lot for the whole French uh, film festival, which is great, you know? 
Well, mm-hmm. Jamie, Marie, first of all, I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you going to do our April 18th? Are you guys booked? Jamie wanted to call you about that because I was not able to explain him everything. So Okay. All right, Jamie, Jamie give me a call because right. i gotta, I got to get that set up. Um, and then what you – uh, I'll make sure because this is something we bring food trucks to is our street food cinema. Yeah. And that is oh, yeah. uh, July 14th and September 8th. July Oh, July 14th. Yeah. It's That's Bastille Day. And we, we, yeah. You probably are booked solid for Bastille Day somewhere. <laughs> From the French Chamber of Commerce. Holy cow. <laughs> I can't believe I chose July 14th. What was I thinking? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to see. About crepes? Yeah. I guess we'll need to we'll need to have a couple trucks on the road for for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> just the, the French Chamber of Commerce will keep you busy that day. Yeah. yeah. I would assume. So, so I would that, assume. that brings another question. Um, are there, Marie and Jamie, are there more black flower crepe trucks in the works. Uh, in in uh, just does in our imagination. Model, does, just is the business model of food trucks transferable to the concept of having two, three, four? Because of course, you guys aren't there. You can't be in two places at once. Can you right. do mm-hmm. that? Is are there possibilities to do that? Well, it's definitely been done uh, by 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 Koji Barbecue, by by a lot of different trucks. It's for us. We we started. Uh, we start. We got the truck on the road uh, less than two weeks ago. So we've been. We're we're real newbies uh, to this whole thing, and we're kind of figuring it out. Our, I mean, we we know how to we know how to run uh, restaurants, and we have a kind of a, a real passion for that, and we're gonna. A lot of what a lot of what happens in the future with the truck uh, is going to have to do with is uh, with how much um, uh, how much uh, fun we're having uh, to, to you know and, and if if it's meeting the needs because a big part of the restaurant business is kind of set you know it's which is so different from a truck is that you set up your place and it becomes a kind of a, a place where you entertain every night. That's um, hmm. you make your music and you have your wine list and you have it's where people come and you you know so that I don't know if that need for us which is kind of why we're why we're passionate about the business is going to be met by a truck we're going to see maybe maybe the Jamie, idea of being able to travel did, 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 to did, the wild yeah Jamie did you just say Go. wine did you just say wine <laughs> <laughs> yes. but see that's the thing on the truck we were not allowed to sell uh, alcohol right. So sure. that we we miss out on that and 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 it's okay, but uh, it's not um, right. We we're 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 really in. We're we're gonna see. We're gonna we have to see how it goes. And if I have a feeling like the idea of being able to travel and and go to Coachella and go to the Wildflower Triathlon and that kind of stuff, it's so. I mean, the idea of that is just so cool. It's so fun. It's so uh, such an adventure that it might. It might be, uh, it might fill that need, it might replace that need. Right. But uh, right. I hope mm-hmm. one day, I think today, if you asked me and I, had to, and I was on the spot to answer, I'd say the goal is to is to kind of turn Black Flower into a restaurant eventually. That would be the goal. You know, it sounds like you're you're. It sounds like you're building. You're, you're, we're talking about building a business, but to me, it sounds more like building a life. It's like a whole lifestyle <laughs> thing, the way the way you've got it planned out, and I love it. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we no, always true. do that. Very true. Yeah, yeah. As long we, as we've always done fun, that. Right? And a restaurant, everything is more. A restaurant is much more flexible. You can you can develop, you can train sous chefs, you can train people to cook the way you want uh, food to be right. cooked, and then you can actually have a night off if you own yeah, a restaurant. Yeah, but uh, to me. Well, so, to me, so, a restaurant, you know, you're all in, though. You're all in. Right, you're all in. Nights, off, huge, uh, nights off from the restaurant, uh, uh, from experience, uh, are, are, you know, <laughs> you've just done, uh, yeah, and, and they're, and yeah. they're kind of, you're always going to get a, there's going to be something. But it's you just know, a, you know something. Yeah. we don't complain about right. that. You know, right. Joe, Joe, I've, uh, it, you know, one of my favorite food trucks is the grilled cheese truck, and I've eaten mm-hmm. at that in, yeah. everywhere from Napa to San Diego. 
You know, so so I don't know if they're franchising them or if it's just one owner and he has a bunch of. But that's 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 fairly that's a fairly easy thing. It's not it's not unusual. There there are several food trucks that have branched out, and it's not just you know one chef doing all of them. I mean, well, it's wrapping into. Once you have your menu set and you show them how to do it right, you know that's. There yeah. is something, and maybe that's something that can be incorporated into uh, Black Flower. There is something about grilled cheese, and the, you think of French cheeses, and you think of French breads, and all of that croissants. Uh, you know, there's just something. Tammy, when she um, used to do Earth Day, and they'd say, "Tammy, you know," and just, she would only do this if she could sell, and she found out that selling grilled cheese and she calls them her adult grilled cheeses unless a kid comes up and wants you know just grilled cheese on bread and mm-hmm. all that but you know with different types of cheese two or three different kinds maybe on a sandwich a tomato or maybe even some bacon or something like that or, or prosciutto or whatever and i mean you you you're non-stop busy people just, right there is something well, about that's, that's what cheese. the it's comfort crepes or uh, french grilled yeah. cheese they're they're they're, they're yeah. kind of um they they're basically a, a cross between a grilled cheese a quesadilla uh you're, you're making a fresh quesadilla with buckwheat flour right uh, right before your eyes and then you're putting cheese and and, and ham and eggs and then what whatnot in into the into the uh, crepe so it's, it's the same kind of people love uh, uh. Uh, there, he, there we go. Uh, you had me again. That's it. Me uh, too. That's what I want right now. Well, no, you know, I I love, I adore crepes. Um, my favorite though is the simplest, simplest, the dessert with the butter and the sugar. I I don't butter need sugar, anything sure. else. It's it's just the oh okay. Um, I well, I you know, my son to... spent <laughs> my son. I took a soccer team to England, and uh, um, before. And one of the guys was French, uh, or he had French grandparents and lived in near Paris, not in Paris, but near Paris, great town near Paris. Uh, and um, so he, and so they went a couple of weeks earlier and spent a couple of weeks uh, at this uh, at their at his grandparents' place outside of Paris, and that's where he was turned on to crepes with Nutella. And mm. uh, and I mean, when he came back, you know, that's all he wanted. Mom, yeah. crepes and, uh, with Nutella, you know, I mean, so I said, you know, um, there is other food. And I would tell him, because that's really, he was just crazy about that stuff. So oh, I'm not it's all about, yeah. it's all about getting people to try it and, and yes. sample, because I still think people, they assume that when they get a, uh, a crepe that it's going to be filled with some sort of a, uh, jelly or, uh, um, you know, a lot of people anyway. Um, maybe not around here because a lot of people here have traveled. They've gone to Europe. They've been places, and they know what, know what it is. But foodies know what it is, and we're a foodie town. Um, but it's it's getting people to uh, step up and try some things. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, you know something? We, this hour has flown by, and as I said to Joe earlier, one of our favorite, favorite topics, food, uh, and, and of course, specifically anything to do with cheese, uh, but but we, Joe, we even forgot to do our station break, but you gotta, you got to wrap this up and take us home. Well, <laughs> well, also, though, we want, you know, we how do we get a hold of, is it, how do we get a hold of Black Flower? Oh, yes, contact info, website address. Right. Yes, website uh, blackflowercrepes.com, Instagram blackflowercrepes, and you put an S on crepes because we always eat more than one crepe, of course. Right. So yeah. blackflowercrepes.com, so, blackflowercrepes.com. And also we we're gonna do and with flower is flower is spelled O U R just because a lot of people right figure that out blackflower. And yeah. also we invite everybody on um, Wednesday. Uh, 18th of March, from 4 to 5, we do the ribbon cutting with a nice mm-hmm. help um, of a chamber of commerce of Manhattan Beach and, and at Toyota on Sipulu Vida Boulevard. It's March 28th. Yes. Right. From 4 yep. to 5. I know a lot of people working, but this day you just stop working at 3 and you rush to have a, a free bite of, of our galette and, 
and we're going to celebrate. Mm. It's going to be the yeah. the opening uh, for the community, so for our friends and and everybody. Right. And and uh, Jackie, maybe put that in the South Bay by Jackie. It's going to be uh, a ribbon it cutting for Black Power Craze, right, at Manhattan Beach Toyota on March 28th. And and I this got is a I rib- got your newsletter. I got your <laughs> newsletter. It's already up. <laughs> well, uh, Marie, uh, Jamie Wait. Young, Marie Ravel, Jamie Young, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having thank- us. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll see we you are, on Wednesday, we are, And I've we, already Wednesday got my 18, order. Are, I already know what I'm ordering when the when <laughs> flower shows up. So, <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, uh, what I saw uh, in uh, Instagram was uh, created in France, perfected in California. Right. Yes. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, this is wonderful. Uh, and of course, thank you, Mark, and thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure. This is our show, ladies and gentlemen. It's wild and and wonderful and exciting, and we feature some of the most in unusual and uh, best business ideas and best businesses in Southern California, right here in the South Bay. Join us next time. We'll see you again soon. Bye bye. <laughs>